What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Wilson with Any Hour Services, and we're proud to help bring you this podcast. If you ever need a resource for information about your home's electrical, plumbing, heating, or air conditioning system, you can find Any Hour Services on Facebook, YouTube, or online at anyhourservices.com. Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time, but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Welcome to Ideation Collective. I'm Jess Larson. Today we'll be continuing with our Funding Lab mini-series with my co-host and securities lawyer, Josh Soloway. And our first repeat guest on the show, we've got Ash Kumra with Youngri, but coming on for a different reason. The crowdfunding kind of campaign is the best thing to do to help get your company launched and if you're looking to do your first round or seed or something like that. This is another episode of our Innovation and Leadership series where we interview pro athletes, world-class musicians, CEOs, Hollywood filmmakers, and a wide variety of other high achievers. Before we get rolling, I want to talk to you about one of our show's sponsors. I met these guys back on episode 6. CEO Zach Smith was telling me all about starting a skateboard company and how much he hated doing the bookkeeping uh, for a skateboard shop and how he really uh, got led to start this business, Bookly, that's a hybrid combining bookkeeping software and human services and i'll tell you why i let them become a sponsor it's because i use their service now i don't love paying 50 bucks an hour for bookkeepers to do stuff that i know software could do way way cheaper but uh, i don't love bookkeeping at all so i want a real live human who knows what they're talking about to help me with the stuff i don't understand Uh, probably the straw that broke the camel's back for me though the thing that put me over the top was that they could do my taxes and payroll also um, so totally suggest checking them out. Go to their website, bookly.co, and check out their flat rates. I've been super happy with them. So now on to today's episode. Ash, thanks for making time. Hey, so happy to be here. I love your show, man. So so tell us the exciting news. What's what's new for Youngry? Sure. So uh, when I first went on your show, I was telling you about the development of Youngry and where we're going. And basically, I'm happy to say that uh, we launched a equity crowdfunding uh, deal, aka a Title III Reg CF deal. And we are working with uh, Republic.co, which is a platform which was backed by AngelList and is uh, basically the founding team are AngelList alumni now. That's so great. So for people who don't know what a huge player in this space AngelList is, can you give them kind of a kind of a scope for how awesome that is? Yeah, so AngelList is pretty much uh, what I would say the E-Trade, the way E-Trade or those types of equivalents are for, you know, traditional stock trades and investments and, you know, publicly traded kind of deals. I would say AngelList is the equivalent for, you know, private high growth um, startups. Pretty much every major startup that has gotten funding from Airbnb, Uber, um, the many high tech kind of startups that you hear about across the country, I would say that. All of them have had a have had their deal listed on AngelList, and the reason why I also like AngelList too is because um, they basically want to democratize angel investing. So, a quick example: let's say you're in Wichita, Kansas, and you don't have the network of like New York or Silicon Valley unless you just travel there all the time. AngelList has a way where your deal could be shown online, and investors from across the country can invest in you. 
And so um, why Republic.co is really important is that uh, I've, been a, I've been following this whole Jobs Act in this many forms for the last few years. And one of the ones that I was really interested in was the Title III aspect because it essentially allows both accredited and unaccredited to be able to invest up to a million dollars in your deal every 12 months. And um, I knew when I wanted to launch Younger, I wanted to do that campaign, which you can get to in a little bit. But if I was going to launch it with a platform, with a company, I wanted to work with a group that gets the idea of online investing. And so when they Angelus announced that they're backing Republic.co, I just thought, okay, this is this is a total no brainer for us. Yeah. Now, obviously, if people haven't listened to your previous show, they should definitely go back and hear all about uh, winning the awards with the White House and all the the things you've done as a young entrepreneur. Um, but as you have been kind of someone who kind of takes life by the haunches and gets after it here. Yeah. Tell, tell me about the learning curve. N- nobody is a 10-year expert at this. This just came out. Tell me about coming up the learning curve on, on a Title III, a Reg CF for you. What's sure. been your approach? Yeah, sure. And I want to just give you one quick context on why we did the deal, because that will help, you, help me explain your answer. So when I decided with my partner to work on Youngry, um, we basically were like, okay, how do we do this? Well, Youngry at the end of the day is an entrepreneur news platform that's going to provide helpful content, mentorship content, and e-commerce products so that an entrepreneur can become better at their, at their craft. We're really addressing that young and hungry-minded entrepreneur, which on a global level is huge. So we decided, you know what? We need to raise the money. We wanna, let's, 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 uh, let's raise some money and let's make a really good, compelling platform. But when Title III was starting to, you know, starting to launch and we talked in end of April about doing a Title III, and I was like, bro, let's just do this let's do title three for our first race because here's the deal. If our core ecosystem, which is the entrepreneurs, the investors that support entrepreneurs and the mentors that support entrepreneurs, that's our ecosystem for young Greek. If that ecosystem can be a part of us in the early inceptions from day one, because younggree.com isn't officially launched yet. So we are pre-launch. They can be with us from day one, celebrate with us and, and potentially rise with us. Should we grow? That'd be a great story. And it would inspire other entrepreneurs to want to do a Title III campaign on their own. So that was kind of one of the reasons why, on a bigger picture, background level, why we wanted to do Title III as our first way to raise money. Well, it is interesting that it can be such a side benefit, right? You think about not only does it give you the, the runway to run the business, it, it is like an alternative form of PR almost. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's the, that's. I agree with you. Um, so we've had great social proof with our campaign. Uh, that's that you asked me, you know, you know, I don't know if this is a question on, you know, what I've learned or what I didn't expect, but I knew going to this campaign that because we are one of the first media companies to do a title three and because of, you know, the authenticity of doing a campaign where we want our ecosystem to back us. Um, I knew that we would get other types of traction. I didn't expect the kind of traction we've gotten um, to date. I've gotten, over 15,000 new emails of people who are interested in when Young relaunches. We've gotten numerous press articles, TV articles, one or two radio show interviews. Uh, some backers or investors are professional investors, and they've kind of said, hey, we invested in you at this very, very early stage so we can keep tabs on you. So when you're ready to raise more money, we now have a relationship to kind of keep the communications going. And uh, also, um, you know, it's, it's great to see the social proof of people sharing our campaign just on their own. So a lot of great things have happened outside of just trying to get the traditional money. And I think those are some reasons why 
I think uh, a Title III, or let's just say equity crowdfunding to keep it simple, equity crowdfunding kind of campaign is the best thing to do to help get your company launched. And if you're looking to do your first round or seed or something like that. Well, and it, it doesn't hurt that it is getting the money. I mean, I'm on republic.co slash youngry right now, and I'm seeing yeah. you've already got 53 investors. You're already 30% funded. I mean, that's yep. got to feel good. It, it feels good. And uh, I think the part that makes me feel really good is uh, when I look at the data, a lot of the investors um, are just fellow entrepreneurs, people who just would want to see a youngry kind of be prosper. And aside from that, you know, we've had some good, um, you know, professional investors also like uh, I live in Orange County, Newport Beach area. And right now, and the, the president of Tech Coast Angels, the Orange County chapter was a backer. Um, I have a guy, there's a, one of our advisors is a best-selling author. Um, he's a serial entrepreneur, CEO of Vaisalis. He invested in Elite Daily. He'll, he has his own venture fund. Name's Ryan Blair. He's one of our investors. I mean, we have some really good people that also support us on the professional like credibility end. So it's, it's, it's been a great ride. And, and for everybody who didn't listen to the last episode, can you give them just the, the elevator speech on what Youngry is and kind of what differentiates you? Yeah. So basically Youngry is an entrepreneur media company. Uh, basically we have a mission to unite the entrepreneur ecosystem with a couple things. Uh, we want to have a democratized platform for entrepreneurship news. So we want to have a way where, Companies from all across the country and eventually the world can self-promote themselves, leverage their community, help push them to us so that they can get proper editorial coverage, original video programming from mentors, interviews, and then um, our main revenue model, which I think is kind of cool for a media company is we want to use e-commerce as our main revenue model. Because here's the idea. If you're reading an article on how to get funding and you're inspired by it and you like the author and you, you feel that, hey, I learned, well, here's a helpful investment book, or here's a ticket to a conference, or here's a webinar, other types of premium products that we can suggest you might want to purchase after reading or viewing this kind of content. So um, that's what the company is. My co-founder is a, I, I don't mean to sound bragging, but he's a prolific entrepreneur in the fitness space. He uh, co-founded a company called Shreds, S-H-R-E-D-Z, which is one of the largest kind of fitness movements online they their social reach is in the millions beyond millions and mm. you know they've pushed a lot of they've helped change a lot of lives and uh he just gets e-commerce social how to build movements as well as anyone i know so he's my co-founder and we have some great team members and great advisors and yeah that's that's what we're about well uh you know, I think both Josh and I would agree that you've got a great location for like the annual shareholder get together meeting. <laughs> Josh and I both uh, have spent many years in Orange County, even though neither of us are there now. I think at times we'd both like to be back there. But Josh, what, what kind of questions come to mind for you? Well, I'll save conversations about uh, your favorite uh, you know, sort, of, sort of next recommendations we, uh, you know, for, for, off, for offline. <laughs> But uh, obviously, next food is, is sort of you know, our homecoming, you know, our sort of home cooking, being that I grew up right near there. So, um, but, you know, as I look at this and sort of following along that thread, at least, you know, I know Younger started in L.A., right, or in Orange County. Yep. And is now, quote, unquote, taking the show on the road, right? Yep. Um, so what worked there that was maybe unique to that market or gave, or gave you the, and what gave you kind of that notion that, Hey, wait a minute, we should be bringing this to other markets. Um, and, and, and what, you know, sort of realizing that, wait a minute, there's something missing in other markets. This isn't just a, you know, a local issue. 
Yeah, well, great question. Uh, basically, so my background outside of my serial entrepreneur kind of background, uh, I've done a lot of work for like locally and both nationally working on entrepreneur ecosystems. So locally, uh, up till recently, I was the chair of the largest kind of entrepreneur uh, educational nonprofit for over four years that really taught me locally how to help build an ecosystem. Um, and that taught me, you know, what are the relationship between entrepreneurs, mentors, and investors on a local level and how important that is. And then, um, on a national level, um, doing, doing some, during my involvement with the white house, I was involved with a group called startup America, which is now owned by up global, um, which they are now owned by Techstars. So, um, that exposed me on a statewide level, like how to work with entrepreneur ecosystems. Um, from, from just around the state, I helped work with over thousands of entrepreneurs on a macro level. Why I bring this up is because, um, there are some common things that I noticed is that a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, they weren't being served the right kinds of content. And at the same time, there's a lot of investors and mentors that really want to, uh, help out and give back. And I wanted to do something different. My partner and I realized, you know what, it's not just about creating a new media platform. It's about creating a movement entrepreneurship is the greatest thing that can is in our country, in my opinion, and across the globe, it just creates more peace than anything else. So we were just like, you know what, um, let's, let's really create a movement, a brand that can, that people can connect with. And I'm happy to say a lot of people like Youngery and what it's about. And so we just said that let's, that's how we're going to make this different. And, and let's just inspire and uplift and, and the more we do that too, we have a compelling revenue model because when you have a loyal movement and following, there's a lot of money to be made too. So just to keep in mind, we're not trying to be a nonprofit. We are using the revenue so that we can grow younger into the great organization that it will one day be. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, right? And I think increasingly we're seeing this, obviously, where um, you know, for-profit organizations with a mission. And missions, you know, and increasingly, missions are critical. Missions are really important. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that? Because I don't want to miss the opportunity to hear about that from you. Uh, can you describe your mission and then talk about the audience that is really resonating with? Yeah. I mean, the audience, that's, that's a great question. So, you know, what I mean by movement, I really learned this from my, uh, partner. So if you look at shreds for a second, they are all about changing lives. Like they actually have a goal that they say publicly in their speeches, when the founders talk that we're here to transform a million lives. What does shreds do at the end of the day? They push fitness products. They push BCA protein, you know, BCA, you know, amino acids. They push protein powder. They push, you know, those uh, neurotropic pills. They push fat burner pills. I mean, they, they, at the end of the day, they're a company that creates products that they sell. But in order to get that company where you have loyal followers and you have people that are like your best salespeople, people that are changed by the results, you have to make it a movement, a common calling. So with Youngry, um, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of entrepreneur you are, but there's a state of loneliness that you sometimes feel. Not like, I'm not going to go into depression or personal life. I'm just saying like, you're sometimes working on your project, your hustle or whatever. And people are, you just, you just feel lonely because you're like, I feel like I'm the only one who gets this or God, I don't know if someone can understand the pain I'm dealing with, or, you know, sometimes it's lonely at the top or, all these, all these things that I've literally seen every entrepreneur across the planet I've talked to has said they have experienced. So with Young Re, we want to like create a movement where like, you're not alone. Connect with other awesome entrepreneurs, read our great content, and you know, get cool products, i.e. the e-commerce, 
And the other part I didn't get to mention is um, offline, um, we're going to do our best to create younger kind of events. So one thing we've already done to get help in, to get interest in this campaign, keep in mind our campaign is less than 30 days old, is we've done these younger events. So we've been in New York, Chicago. I was at an event on an SF on uh, Friday, um, this Friday, three days ago, um, for, for, for date purposes, August 19th. And uh, we, it was a way to just connect with the Youngry kind of users and people who want to know about Youngry. And it's been a great organic way. But I think those are a lot of elements on uh, movement stuff. That's great. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's interesting to see, it'll be very interesting watching your experience with Title III. Yeah. Because you know, most of the time we talk to people about Title III and they say, well, gee, if you don't have uh, an audience of people that really want your product, and they generally would say, well, you know, digital products are tough. Yep. Um, but if you don't have a bunch of people who want to see, you know, your car, you know, like Helio Motors or whatever, or, or your, your, this really cool bat, you know, suitcase or whatever, right? Or the cooler, the famous cooler, right? All these things, then it's tough. Um, have, can you talk about how you viewed that? Or, I mean, I'm, clearly you've heard that. Uh, and clearly oh, yeah. you're very tuned in to building movements and, and, and dealing with that issue. Yeah, and I'm very familiar with some of those companies you named. Um, and so was I warned? Absolutely. Was I told that it's easier to do a literally a product? Like let's say Youngry was a new uh, wristband that, you know, provided motivational messages or something. I mean, that would be, I, I wouldn't be as hard of a sell because I'd be like showing a video and once you invest, you get a free product sent to you. Get it. But um, I think what we did is um, I have a saying where if everyone's looking one direction, you got to look the other way. And I think Mark Cuban said this in his own way too, which is kind of a compliment that, you know, I'm able to reference someone that uses his comp, you know, comp, you know, of his stature is already using this life. That's kind of quote. Why I say this is because we purposely wanted to do title three because no one has done it for like a media company uh, to my knowledge that's done it the way we've done it at least. So we wanted to take advantage of that opportunity. And number two is because we're one of the only ones doing it this way, we're kind of surprising people. Like you're not the, you're like the 10,000 person to be frank that said that to me. And I love it when I can say, yeah, well, look at our momentum, look at our campaign. And I think the reason why our momentum is doing so well is because uh, we're really just focused on our ecosystem. I clearly told you several times this interview, our ecosystem is entrepreneurs, investors, and mentors. So we do events where we invite those three. Um, we message our company's page and as an opportunity for those three, um, we tell people this is for that ecosystem. And lastly, um, you know, it doesn't hurt when, you know, you just, you just, you just want to do this also to inspire other kinds of companies. And uh, we really want to see outside of Young succeeding, of course, to inspire a wave of other companies to do Title III. So I think all of that is in our DNA and that's why our company is different and why I think we're at the moment getting some great traction. Well, I think that's really great. And it resonates with uh, Jess and I, because that's why, as I was saying before, that's why, uh, that's why we started the show, right? Was we want to get good content out there uh, for entrepreneurs in a way that's actually usable and accessible to them without so much bias, right? 
yeah. um, you know, from what I'm selling as a guy with this kind of platform or that kind of platform or this banker or this, or, or this loan officer or whatever, right? Um, so let's talk a little bit about, if we could, uh, you know, why, uh, you know, why Republic? Um, yeah. For one. Let's talk about that because obviously uh, you know, everybody talk, knows that there's more, there are more and more of these platforms and really it's just back to the noise issue, right? Too many options and people don't even know how to choose one versus the other. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about why yeah. you chose that? Sure thing. Um, so just a disclaimer, my feedback right now is specific to Republic because I've only worked with Republic. And so that I want to be clear about that. I wasn't um, auditioning with all the platforms and I picked Republic out of all of them. Like I picked Republic because I just knew it made sense. So just to give you that disclaimer, um, why we like Republic outside of the connection with AngelList, because that helps me know that as we grow, they can help us guide us for should we want to do later investing, uh, you know, just whatever, whatever they're able to legally, of course. Um, I like their mission. So Republic is really about ventures that are making a social impact. Um, if you look at the other companies that are on Republic.co, there's three others aside from us right now, and they all have some like social mission. So I like that. Number two, I really like the story of at least the found, the one of the founders who I've grown a great relationship to. I, I call him jokingly my investor consigliere. I said that on Friday's party when I made a speech and everyone was laughing. It was funny. Um, so that, that, that is one of the things, you know, I, I Ken's, Ken's story of how he came here and how he, you know, came here and kind of made the American dream happen and how he got inspired to help entrepreneurs by working with AngelList. And then when title three came about and when AngelList was saying, Hey, we're going to help create or launch this new platform and how, why Ken decided to get involved that founder's story just personally connected with me. Um, so that, that was another reason. And I think lastly, um, and this is something that I think is better. I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, we need to support women entrepreneurs and, you know, that's great. But when you show actions, I'm more impressed. So they've made a commitment to back at least 50% of their ventures to have women-led founders. So I think out of the three that, out, you know, the other three, aside from me, and my partner, they're all women-led founders. And I think that's something to show that's very progressive thinking and it's smart business too. And um, yeah, I mean, I can go on, but those are some of the main reasons. Well, I, I think that this is a great place to wrap up part one. We'll, we'll continue with part two um, tomorrow. So tune in for that where we're going to ask uh, Ash about, you know, what it's like. I'm, I'm looking at your Facebook here and you've got, you even got investments from Tech Coast Angels like Grant Van Cleve and people like this. So yeah. tune, in, tune in tomorrow and hear more from Ash. Now is the time to find your color, your paint, and everything to get started during red, white, and blue savings at the Home Depot. Transforming your room is easier than ever. With the best deals online and in-store, you can confidently select your color and the tools for your next paint project. Get a colorful new experience and the right paint for the right price. Save $10 on one gallon and $40 off three and five gallons for a limited time only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Limit 25 gallons per household. See store for details.